selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. You know, <laughs> okay, it's actually just so funny because what I love about Shopify is no matter how huge and massive you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control, yes, daddy, and take your business to the next level because we're business women. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash book club. That's shopify.com slash book club, all lowercase. Shopify.com slash book club. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cash back on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Celebrity Book Club. What's up, Club Kids? Steven and I, right now, are both in chair pose. Arms up. You have to point your arms to the sky. Which means we're not sitting on a chair. We're pretending we're sitting on a chair, and we're engaging our cores. Straight up, Lil. Oh, my God. It's so painful. We're doing it for 10 seconds. Engage your breath. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I won. I could have gone on for longer, but again, I'm sick with a mysterious sinus infection. Oh my God. That is horrifying. Who's that knocking at the door? It's all your friends, you filthy whore. Your husband's gone and we've got books and a bottle of wine to kill. It's Hollywood. It's books. It's gossip. I'm shook. It's memoirs. It's martinis. It's Studio 54. It's Celebrity Book Club. Come read it while it's hot. Celebrity Book Club. Tell your secrets, we won't talk. Celebrity Book Club. No boys are allowed. Celebrity Book Club. Club. Buzz me in, I brought the Cuervo. Hola, Hola amigas. amigas. Como esta? Bien. Que pasa? <laughs> uh, muy bien aussi, mon amiga. <laughs> I'm craving tapas right now. I'm also craving mm, pulpo. I love the octopus of my... Of the country I vacationed in as a child, Spain. It is so important to me. Do you know what I had for lunch? Uh, let me guess. Cilantro, uh, y, uh, maíz y agua. Cucumber. Oh, como se dice? Como se dice? Cucumber? Cucumber. 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 Yes, I did um, bread. Shouldn't have. Wow, naughty. But it was it was a farmer's rye. Oh, well then, fit is a fiddle with that. Avocado. See. Si. Sliced, chunky, heavenly summer tomatoes. Mm, and it's not really tomato season yet. No, but like they were not... looking red. Okay. And como se dice cucumber. <laughs> oh, that sounds so healthy. I had a, I ate a sandwich. We'll, we'll get into diet in a second, but... Perhaps we can just jump right into this episode. Let's just jump right in. It's too exciting and it's too urgent. <laughs> Nothing has ever been more urgent. We read and uh, an amazing... And immersed ourselves in a book. one of the most important spiritual teachers of our generation. You all 
know her maybe as Alec Baldwin's wife. Some of you know her as Lily Murata's former, former classmate. classmate. Some of you know her as the Rachel Dolezal, but Spanish version. Say it with me. Today, we read a book by Ilaria Baldwin, also known as Hilaria Baldwin, and her book, The, the Living, Living Clearly, Clearly Method. Method. Five, Five principles, principles for, fit for a fit body, healthy mind, and, and joyful, joyful life. life. So she, of course, is the yoga wife of Alec Baldwin. I think she just popped out her, her seventh. seventh. Yeah, I kid. think seven. Her thing is just constantly being pregnant with Alec Baldwin's children. He's always like 65 and just like, oh, God, I had another one. And it's like, and then she's always having like twins again. And then it's another like a single one and then a twin. Honey, um, she is fertile as fuck. She is um, famously known for fully um, changing her accent to having a Spanish accent sometime. Let's get into that right off the bat before we even get into the yoga. So for those of you who don't know, so she's from Massachusetts. She's basically me slash you because her parents are doctors. Her dad worked at MGH. Her mom like also worked at Harvard. Yeah, or... her mom worked at Harvard. They would vacation in Spain, but also, as we learned in this book, had family land in Vermont, the Latin land of Vermont. Um, <laughs> yeah. And specifically in Mallorca, which is like, just as far as Spain goes, like, that's pretty uh, kind of as fancy as it gets over there. <laughs> Let's also just start with it. Um, She was, and this is my favorite phrase, a senior when I was a freshman at Cambridge <laughs> School of Weston. <laughs> <laughs> she was a senior when I was a freshman. Wait, so what grade was she? She was a senior when I was a freshman. And that was about the time that she, as she discusses in this book, her eating disorder was going off, but also so was her love of flamenco. Which, here we go. So as I knew her when she was a senior and I was a freshman, her name was not Ilaria. It was going to go ahead and be Hillary. That is so Crazy. It's so crazy! That is loca. Be... That is loca chica. Her name was, is Hillary. Her name is Hillary. Hillary Thomas, like Hillary Lynn Thomas. Yeah, just the most daughter like... of a Harvard medical professor. And not that Harvard medical professor can't be Spanish. Oh, absolutely not. You can be Spanish as fuck over there in Cambridge. <laughs> But they named her Hillary. Like, her parents low-key were like, Your, our white-ass daughter is going to be named Hillary. Yeah, I'm sure if you go to her birth records at, you know, Brigham or Beth Israel, it's going to go ahead and be Hillary. She was literally going by Hillary when she was a yeah. senior and you were a freshman. Fully okay. Hillary. But now in defense of her Spanish heritage, is that, like, in high school, every time... So we have these epic assemblies. I don't know mm -hmm. if anyone relates out there where we had assembly <laughs> coordinators, which were basically kind of the Jimmy Fallon's or the David Letterman's of assembly. And, right. you know, a lot of times maybe there'd be a special program. And it felt like almost every other assembly was literally Ilaria coming, then Hillary coming with her flamenco partner and doing flamenco dance for the school at assembly. Okay, so she was committed to the Spanish drag at that point quite heavily. Yes, like, yes, she was going by Hillary, but I was like, everyone just kind of knew her as, like, the flamenco dance girl. And she had, like, very, like, wet curls, would wear full, do the flamenco outfit, had her partner, who I feel like was a random older guy, was very Dancing with the Stars, and then it would be like... Oh, so she was bringing in, like, her outside Dance with the Stars partner to class. Yes. She was not a school person. And then it would be like, okay, let's settle in for another one of, like, Hillary's flamenco performances. And it was being so, <laughs> like, literally flamenco. So I'm like, okay, you are Spanish, question and she, and she was slaying. She was an amazing... She was, like, in a tear dress with castanets and shit? Yes, castanets. Like, it felt very, like oh, this is a custom dress made at a Newton dance recital clothier studio. And the guy would wear like such a like early 2000s, like shiny black express button down, like snatched waist, like big dancers slacks. And they would just be snapping, snapping <laughs> away. Um, Clacking away. And it's like 8.30 in the morning and you're being just like, oh, uh, where's my coffee? More like, where's my weed? Because you were a stoner. 
fuck yeah. Even though I like only smoked weed once during high school because I was like, I mean, during class because I was like afraid because I'm actually like a poster. And as you said, I'm like the biggest goody two shoes. <laughs> yes, you are. Um, And then, you know, years later, an announcement comes out, Us Weekly. Alec Baldwin marries yoga teacher Ilaria Thomas. And you were like, walk it back one minute. <laughs> and rumbles started in the, in the CSW alumni community where we're like, hold on, Ilaria? And then some people were like, wait, no, she was a yoga teacher at CSW. And then I was like, no, wait, she was Flamingo Girl. And you were like, yeah, she got so flamenco girled <laughs> that she literally got taken away. And Hillary dropped off and she was like, you know, it would be absolutely hilarious if I changed my name to Hilaria. Hilaria. Hilarious. Like, I don't think actually anything has been more hilarious than the name change from Hillary to Hilaria. Funniest thing that's ever happened. Hilaria. Sorry, like, she's a genius. She's a comedian. Yeah. Her and Donald Trump are the two funniest people <laughs> in America. Period. Okay, and, like, this is where... So, in the book, and this is, like, situating her in your high school. Um, My first love was ballet, which I started as a toddler. Before quitting in a three-year-old's rebellion against the two strict teachers. Oh, yeah, she's a total badass. Which is why she probably went to CSW, a school for rebels. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> huge rebels. The $45,000 a year rebels. By age seven, I found my way into gymnastics. My small stature and agility made me a natural fit for its complex moves and rigorous training. By my early teens, I fell headlong into the world of Latin ballroom dance. Add in clamshell sounds. <laughs> Equally demanding, but with tiny sequined dresses and gold lame heels as a bonus. I love the combination of music, costumes, and artistry. Same. And this part kills me. Latin ballroom was arduous yet glamorous in a fake tan and fake eyelashes kind of way. Uh, so Love this the subtle ownership of her brown race play. Face? Yeah, she's like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know what was really fun? Um, Getting a fake tanning. tan. <laughs> and yes, was spray tans really popular in the early 2000s? Maybe they were. <laughs> you would take lunch breaks, but did you start by going by Stefano? <laughs> I really wish I had the fucking gumption. Yeah. I wish I had the ballos, these los ballos that Ilaria did to go by Ilaria. If I just said, I'm Stefano. I'm Stefano <laughs> and I love dance. <laughs> I am taken by dance. And also just her general always vagary about like what country, like she finally settled on Spain. But then she also said, according to her wiki, what I love to do on my research, um, she says she's culturally fluid. And uh, same girl. <laughs> Absolutely. And that was the thing. I was reading a very recent article about her and Alec escaping after he like shot someone. And it was like, they escaped to a home in Manchester, Vermont, where Ilaria's family has owned for generations. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> well, some of the earliest conquistadores um, actually settled. were <laughs> settled in uh, in <laughs> at Sugarbush. Yeah, they were Christopher <laughs> Colombo Ski Mountain. Chris, Chris yeah. <laughs> um, no, uh, Fernando, I believe it was Pizarro. He actually had a condo at Stowe. <laughs> um, <laughs> Killington was too expensive. It really was. No, back then, because a lot of the gold that they were plundering, that had to go back to the king and queen over there in Spain. <laughs> no, in shipping um, then. Oh, my goodness. Don't get me started. So it seems like after she left the wonderful school of Cambridge School of Weston, she went to the city of New York City to study dance. I'm guessing it was NYU or Juilliard. It was to NYU. Well, her origin story is that she saw a yoga studio on her way to class while she was a student at NYU. <laughs> I'm like, I, I just love how much she owns being just like the, the most normal-ass, fake, just like rich suburban Boston girl. Yeah. And her being like, it, I have this crazy story where I went on vacaciones. <laughs> 
to España when I was a kid. And then when I was at Universidad del Nuevo York, <laughs> del Nuevo I, York. <laughs> I, I studioed the yoga. <laughs> I'm making her like so Italian and like, Super Mario I was now. In but <laughs> the West Village. And also when the whole cucumber video, which I'm referring to is when she went on like Good Morning America or like one of those even like faker morning food shows. She went on and they were like making a salad and she lifted up a cucumber and she said, Como se dice cucumber? And then, so everyone, then of course, the CSW alum started jumping right. and in. And it was like, her name is Hillary. And there was like this whole article and then her big defense came out. She was like, well, I was always traveling back and forth with my family to Mallorca. And well, like, and why shouldn't you, yeah, you know, get be confused culturally... and take in the culture? All cultural is appropriation. At the end of the day, all culture comes from somewhere else. And why wouldn't you absorb the space you're in on vacation? As a child, yes. I was forced to summer on Nantucket. Oh. And... And my way of coping, my coping strategy Turning was into a learn- whale. Whale sounds. <laughs> <laughs> Stephen, what do you want for dinner? Because that was the culture at the time. So she does, she suffers through anorexia and bulimia. Um, her nails were brittle. Her hair was falling out. My period was MIA. My energy had tanked. That's when I found yoga. I was hustling across the East Village to my NYU classes one day when I saw a sign for a new yoga studio. I didn't know much about the practice, but I heard it gave people relief from stress and physical aches and pains. Instinctively sensing that yoga might help sustain my dance career, I grabbed a flyer and then stared at it for a week, working up the courage to try something new. Not easy for a perfectionist and competitor like me. I finally summoned up the nerve to try a basics class, wearing baggy sweatpants and a tank top, I tipped out to the back row with my mat. Wow. This is... Bold, brave, terrifying. I'm also a little bit like my high school. Like, I am so not yoga. Like, I even took <laughs> yeah, yoga was, in high school. No, I know. You're just like, bitch, you already knew what yoga was. It's like, my <laughs> high school was that like, you could take yoga one, yoga two, and there was like so many kundalini masters yeah. always coming no, to our I campus. <laughs> and like, no, West I, African drummers to join the kundalini no. and then a dance. And it's like, maybe she was spending so much time off campus in her, with her like with her flamenco groomer, <laughs> flamenco bar, so she wasn't taking yoga one for like her athletics. I just the, when she goes, I'd heard of I'd it. I've heard of it. Yeah, we never actually yoga. seen a yoga studio in Massachusetts. Mm, uh, yeah, I just like I also like hustling, kind of trying to subtly evoke hustler culture. I feel like this whole what you're trying to say is this entire book is her talking about like hustle culture and how you need to make bowls for hustle culture. She's like, we're all so busy. And I'm always so busy and my hours are crazy. And I was teaching yoga basically till 3 a.m. So I wasn't feeding myself. I was burnt out and I wasn't listening to my body. Um, Okay, so then she, so then the next sort of element of her origin story is that she breaks her hip slash leg randomly right as she's about to open Yoga Vida, her own yoga studio. And she literally has to open Yoga Vida in a wheelchair. Yeah. So just imagine that for a second, okay? A yoga opening a yoga studio in a wheelchair. Yeah, you Not thought easy. Mondays were hard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you could, you know, that really puts her in this difficult space, and she—that's how she has to find all of the other elements of yoga and not just the physical, but really start to get in touch with the mental and the spiritual and emotional aspects of her practice. And that's when she begins to develop the The Living living Clearly clearly method. Method. Five principles to incorporate into your life. I will say overall, and we're going to go through all the methods, this to me is much more of a book of how to get control of an eating disorder versus a book about how to lose weight. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Fair. I mean, the book itself is just random. so random and it's so much completely generic information that is like circular and repackaged where she's just saying things like, before you do something, stop and create space through perspective. You mean, and you're like, oh, you mean think? Are you talking about thinking? Is that your hot tip, Hilaria? This book Think? could not be like more general, more fake, more where you're like, 
okay, so it will just be like, try whole grains and fish. And you're like, is this a Whole Foods pamphlet that I picked up yeah. <laughs> nine years ago? So her first principle of the Living Clearly Method is perspective. And it's sort of like how you look at the world and you're like, oh, that's true. I need to kind of like think about that more. And then she talks about these things when you like get stressed and you need to pull back for a second. And then she has within the five principles, there's other like, so within the first one perspective, there's like four different steps. And it's like, first, pause, then zoom out. Then ask a question, then make a choice. And it's like, and her example is like, so like, like before you eat something bad, pause, then zoom out and think about like, wait, what am I doing? Am I eating? Then ask a question. How will this Big Mac make me feel? Or will I like what it does to my dress size? In five years. I know it's like (laughs) everything. And it's also like she has four methods, but they're all that. Like they're all the same. Like I feel like every page I turned to was like, Will that second glass of wine really make you feel better? Right. And you're like, and again, you're kind of just saying the process is thinking. And then she's Perspect- like, what if you breathed? Yeah. One of her other perspective moments is, so here this photo of her doing chair pose on the street, which is, again, just so satire of stock photography. And it's iconic. Um, on like a West Village street. She's driving her stroller one spring afternoon when I was pregnant with Rafael. Alec and I took Carmen. So and she just names all her kids fully Spanish names. Yeah, everyone, you're like, it's I would say this book is mostly about Carmen being too and annoying her. And it's like, wow, it sounded like Carmen was really annoying you during this book. Yeah, I mean, and I'm sure that kid is like really spoiled. Um, we talked and laughed as we walked down the street. As we approached a corner, a woman nearly collided with Carmen's stroller. Oh. She looked at me, rolled her eyes, and said some not-so-yogic words loud enough for Carmen to hear. I was surprised, but in an effort to diffuse the situation, I simply said thank you. Well, that made her furious, and she launched into an angry rant about how I nearly crushed her foot with Carmen's stroller. I'll admit that it was pretty tank-like. Many strollers are these days, but we were walking slowly and carefully. You know I... it was like a $3,000 McLaren SUV. And I love that she's admitting that because, you know, this is one of my biggest pet peeves. And we kind of touched upon this in the naughty episode about car size. But strollers these days are SUVs. They are absolutely massive. They have eight cup holders. They have like full screens. It's like there's so many cup holders and ancillary bags and storage facilities on the stroller. And it's kind of just like at this point, you're not using it to cart your kid around. You're carting half your apartment around with the stroller. Uh, hello. Um, here's a part, a passage about how maybe kind of passionate her and Alex's relationship is, but also, like, they do fight a lot. I find that my relationship with Alex gives me the greatest opportunity to practice balance. Like any married couple, we sometimes bicker and argue, often over silly things. And because we both have strong personalities, our fights have the potential to escalate quickly. Before we know it, we're both agitated and then angry and resentful. These days, though, we rarely move into hurtful arguments as we continually integrate each principle into our lives. Hmm. Hmm. I'm sensing from that that he is basically storming out of the room while she's in chair pose. Yes. And she's like, get in chair pose. Oh, by the way, when she says chair pose replaces coffee, it energizes you. I mean, I will say I am feeling stirked up after we just did 20 seconds of chair pose. Like, it is a very intense pose for those of us who don't really work on their quads because they don't want big quads. Um, it's a lot. No, I, the one that I, I was energized. I, was, I go to a lot is putting the legs up on the wall, which I think is really great for getting blood flow. Because your blood usually pools in your feet throughout the day, and so then it falls back down into your chest cavity. And that is actually okay, blood for, master. It's great for a balance. <laughs> I have a problem in the summer where I feel like, and maybe I need to live the living clearly method and like eat more adzuki beans. But I feel like in the summer, like blood goes to my hands and my hands feel like heavy with blood. Oh, yeah. That's actually a sign of prediabetes. Okay. You may want to get that checked out. <laughs> Celebrity Book Club. It was that summer. That summer, I started using Cozy Earth. Cozy Earth makes elevated loungewear and amazing, luxurious, soft bedding that surpasses even the finest hotel sheets for a restful night's sleep on your travels or at home. 
I love Cozy Earth so much that I got it as a present for my spouse. And the things that happened on that bed, you wouldn't believe it. I got their joggers and oh my God, it almost feels like you're nude, better than nude. It feels like you're swimming in the most luxurious ocean. So stay cool and comfy during long flights with Cozy Earth's temperature regulating bamboo joggers and pullover crew, adding mm, a touch of style to your travel ensemble. Discover your next destination for ultimate comfort at Cozy Earth. Visit CozyEarth.com and use our code CBC at checkout to get 35% off. And let them know we sent you after checkout, okay? Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. Whether you're selling scented coffins or outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. You know, (laughs) okay, it's actually just so funny because what I love about Shopify is no matter how huge and massive you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control. Yes, daddy. And take your business to the next level because we're business women. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. I'm talking Allbirds, Rothy's, Brooklyn, and all your favorite DTC brands. Do you want to be a Brooklyn in business? Or do you want to be the sad girl selling candles on the subway? Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash book club. That's shopify.com slash book club, all lowercase. If you do it uppercase, it won't work. Just like your sales if you don't use Shopify. Shopify.com slash book club. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. She's very pro meal planning and making bowls. And it's kind of like, I guess this book was written in what 2016 okay so the the beginning of bowl culture hmm. yeah yeah i'd say bowl culture had kind of started before i think bowl culture was in pretty full swing at that point yeah just saying literally she didn't invent bowls and it's just like babe we know what a bowl is and she just says quinoa nine million times but she tells alec she's like um okay so we meal plan and make bowls but then sometimes I will go to an old school NYC restaurant with Alec and they will serve a fluffy oven made cornbread and I will have a slice of that. She says that cornbread isn't that bad for her because she's not diabetic. But let's just say you were. Maybe you want to stay away from the cornbread. She's like, I can occasionally indulge in cornbread because I'm not diabetic. Just so you guys know. But she's like, my monthly cornbread is okay when we go to La Scalia. Yeah, she's like, I'm okay to have this one slice. And she savors it. It's also this insane thin girl thing that I've seen girls do that she tells you to do, which is either smell something or have one bite and put it down. And then you're fine. So I do think, though, this was an interesting point that she was making, though, about having one bite. Um because she talks, she references some chef who says that basically by the third bite, what you're trying to do is recreate the magic of the first bite, which I think is a fascinating concept. There's such a law of diminishing returns with eating. And I think that like, we actually are chasing that. And so whether or not you struggle with overeating or, or your weight, or you're trying to lose weight or not, like, it's actually something to be really mindful of when eating. Because I think that this sort of panic almost sets in. It reminds me a little bit of Jackie I was Novak's about to say, it's, famous it's the Jacqueline pizza, pizza piece. Joke. It's like first you, slice. It's, you you're don't de- even know you're eating yet. Second slice, you can only enjoy it if you know the third one's coming. But then it's like by the third, what you're doing is trying to recreate the joy of that. Of, of the first and the second. And you're just like. It's, and when you were actually enjoying the pizza, it made me think of. It's a little more animal mentality. 
Yeah. And it's like, whether or not it's a bowl of cereal, like that first bite is always the best because it starts to get soggier and soggier, right? And you're never as hungry as you were in the first bite. And hunger is the best spice. I think about even some of the, fa- you know, and this is why I think, you know, the fancier the restaurant, the smaller the dish is going to be because they know by that, you know, 10th bite or whatever, you're not going to be impressed anymore. No. And that's why you always actually are a little bit surprised at a tasting menu like our foam restaurant in Chicago. I actually was very full by the end, even though. Right, because you are eating enough, even though you're not. But our brains, our American brains are trained to think we'll only be sated if we have this big huge old plate portion. with an eight ounce porterhouse on top of it. Um, I want to talk about a woman, Suze, I think her name is. Susanna? Oh, Susanna. Yeah. The, no, the Susanna story actually kind of really got me a little bit. So Susanna, so this is the chapter on breathing. So breathing is another one of the principles of living clearly. And this principle I found to be a lot more helpful than perspective. Breathing because does help. Breathing is real. And here's something to notice. I literally never notice when I'm breathing. And okay, so everyone listening to this podcast right now, okay, if you are walking down the street, if you're sitting on it in your car, if you're at the gym, I want you to literally just stop right now. Breathe. And pay it and breathe. And let's do it. Here, why don't you stop talking and let's breathe? Wow. Are you breathing? But pay it. But it's also about, it's not just breathing slow because breathing slowly works. Why? Because your body responds to the speed of breath. She actually has this really fascinating thing where she's like, if you are breathing quickly, it actually, it'll make your mind race. So do this thing where you breathe slowly and you're like, oh yeah, I find myself slowing down, calming down. But then try breathing quickly. (laughs) Your mind will start to race. You'll start to have all these other little thoughts. I found that when I notice that I'm not breathing, which actually helps with my driving immensely, and you may find this with other skills is I think when I was a worse driver, if like I was merging or getting on the highway and it was stressful, I actually you were holding your breath. I would completely yep. stop breathing, which makes you yep. completely more anxious, lose function in the brain because you're not getting oxygen there. Yes, and then, honey. And yes. then when I was like, oh, my God, OK, wait, let's just breathe. And then you become a better driver. And of course, this takes practice. OK. No, it does. I mean, like, even while you were just talking just then, I forgot to breathe. You were so captivated. I was absolutely captivated with your storytelling. Or were you trying to get new crazy thoughts? You were like, (laughs) okay, ooh, yeah. Um, What is that called? Like, thought play where you (gasps) hold your breath. And RIP, another time of, of breath work. Like, honestly, less than yoga, I remember working for Jerry Springer. I was always running, running, running back and forth. And one of the you're also, I think, smoking a lot of menthol cigarettes, which was not good for your breath work. No, yeah, they like I was forced to smoke with all of the guests because I would take them all for smoke breaks, and they'd be like, "Are you gonna smoke with us?" And I'd be like, "Okay." Um, and this hot PA was like, "You're actually gonna become more out of breath if you keep on." <laughs> and she was hot. And so that's why you listen to her. Yeah. And I think that's also one of why Hilaria's ultimate lessons. Because she's like, at the end of the day, like, I'm hot. So you need to listen to me because I have a banging little body. And I nabbed a gazillionaire, Alec Baldwin, the hottest bachelor in New York. And this book is her just being like, yeah, I like this guy now is like was like fat, but he's like so horny for me. So like I got him to eat bowls and to eat pasta primavera with tofu. Good pussy will have you eating tofu. Um. Okay, let's talk about soup. But back to Susanna for a second. So Susanna she was type she A. She was really really stressed and type A, and she was coming in to yoga class like being such a bitch to Hilaria. I'm like always being like, actually, I think your class is actually kind of like you're going through the poses like and, and you're not your transitions aren't good. And it's like making me stressed. And also like I'm mad at everyone. And like she's just dissatisfied with everything all the time. And then Hilaria, without telling her, kind of shifts their practice to mm. be just about breathing. And then she was like, oh, when I got this bitch to actually focus on breathing, she like had to stop criticizing herself and me and everyone around her. And like a few weeks later, she actually became nicer. And then I revealed to her, she was like, girl, we've been actually just doing breath work for the past month. And like, then she was like, oh, fuck. Yeah. 
she bait and switch. But the old bait and switch. Then on another little case study she does. And the case studies are necessarily like the most interesting part of the book because it's like any detail and the rest of it is just being like, mm, buy almonds in bulk. She keeps on saying bulk yeah. produce. Like it's this thing that She's, no one's yeah. ever heard of. She's like, actually, your local grocer or I mean, co-op. Yeah, I mean, to be honest, I don't have the room for bulk produce in my New York City apartment. And I found that to be really fucked up and privileged of her to tell me to find deals for seeds online. This is actually, I just said everyone knows what bulk produce is, but now I'm realizing you actually don't know what bulk produce is. No, I don't. Because like, bulk <laughs> well, first produce, of all, bulk produce. I don't have. I don't have seven children with Spanish names, so I'm not buying eight heads of cabbage okay, a week. Bulk produce, like bulk grains, doesn't mean you're getting like a Costco litter cat litter size of quinoa. It just means you go to the bulk section and you can like get how much ever you want in like little baggies. Well, they don't have that at my supermarket. They don't have that at Associated. Okay, wait. So actually, you are, this book is for you. Like, you do need to, like, come over to Titmus. I'll take you to the bulk produce section where you can get dates. And instead of, sometimes, I know, Stephen, you like to keep a little log of cookie dough in the freezer. And when you gnaw on it, what's going through your mind? Do you stop? No, I am being mindless and I'm not breathing. And I'm attacking the cookie dough because I'm not listening to my body and the mind-body connection is severed and my body just wants pleasure and my mind is being like, you know what? I don't care. This is going to make me feel. Right. Now, what if we replaced it with one, we'll go to a bulk produce section and she suggests getting Wait, so a I box of dates. cookie dough in bulk? I oh, bulk dates. And, um, which I've started getting from my co-op. And I... I love dates. I I love dates, too. (laughs) Let's have a date date. Okay, this woman who, like, comes to her and, like, went through menopause and started gaining weight, and she's like, but I exercise all the time. Like, I don't get why. Her name is Margaret, and she told Margaret to keep a food journal. Well, turns out Margaret and her husband, Paul, were lifelong New Yorkers. They loved wine and making dinners. Um, But then, so she cuts out She's able to, like, cut down the wine a little. She's able to, like, do... She's being very, like, fish. But then the last thing is coffee. But it this I found so funny. I felt her steely grip loosening on this established way of doing things. She and her husband limited their drinking at dinner, and her weight continued to melt away. Empowered by this incredible weight loss, Margaret then turned toward her coffee habit. I had asked her, what would happen? If I didn't drink a mocha every morning, <laughs> her She's... client is so mocha. I know. Like, it's this I love this. She... I was woman being like, I need my mocha. It's like who has a mocha every day? Um, she started slowly decreasing her mocha consumption to a few days a week, and the weight continued to roll off. There we go, honey. And it was the it was the mocha pound. It was the mocha pound. So it's like. I guess she was getting the most like Starbucks, like whole milk mocha every morning. And then her and her husband, this is a tip she had, started doing green tea mornings. And she started looking forward to that time. With her husband and the tea. Yeah, I mean, this is always one of those things where the whole like self-care industry has basically been like anything that makes you feel good is like good for you. And like it's important to like give yourself these moments. Well, you know what? My morning latte, my iced latte from Honeymoon, the new coffee shop around the corner for me, does make me feel good. And yes, it is like $12 a day. And then you're just kind of like, well, maybe I need to use my brain more and have that conversation with And we'll talk about that in the VIP (laughs) Yeah, we'll circle back on Honeymoon. Which is so funny because today I was trying to be so living clearly and I went and got a green juice at one of my local coffee shops, milk and honey. To your point, it's like it's always like, oh, instead of getting your $12 latte, maybe just take a walk around the block. Or Right, but it's like there's a way to justify the latte as being something that keeps me grounded, which is her third principle, which is basically just about noticing gravity and being like wherever you are. And I, and I do encourage our listeners right now, please notice if you're standing, notice the way your feet feel on the ground. Mm. 
the first exercise I did from this book, I was completely lying down, feeling very sick. And it just said, you can lie down and just feel the world and your body curling you up like a blanket. How does your feet feel sinking into the couch? Mm. How does your head feel? Yoga is obsessed with like telling you to feel something that you can't feel. Do you know what I mean? Like (laughs) yoga is always being like, feel your collarbone going to the left. Feel your jaw raising when you're watching TV. (laughs) That's all yoga. It's, It's so feel your collarbone and you're kind of like, Okay, I, yeah, let me just really quickly circle back with my collarbone. And anytime I've been to yoga class, I'm always like, okay, and I think I have it for a second. I'm like, yeah, no, 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 totally. Let's talk about our yoga experiences. Let's do it. Yeah, let's do it. I I have occasionally done yoga throughout my life, and every single time I'm in yoga, it's I'm one of two men in the room, and, like, the other guy is such a, like, you know, bun on the top of the head like whatever you like guy who like also like doesn't have like a great body but has this like yoga body where it's kind of like he's got good posture but he's like not so toned and he is just being so like yoga pants and like burning kind of jonathan van ness is how i imagine like most other men in yoga 100 percent. it's only jvns and then it's all these women you know range of body types and they're all like doing the poses so perfectly and balancing and I'm just like I cannot keep up I don't know what the fuck they're saying vinyasa is going into hit vinyasa in like two seconds flat everyone's like and circle back and round tree robin and back up to dead cow and down to round cow and I'm just like I really I don't know what you're doing and I'm sweating so much I'm falling over and it's discouraging and it's intimidated that for those reasons so then the second time you're like uh well and I remember Hilaria style did in for your high school senior project you do hot yoga I did uh also in the greater so Boston actually, area you had heard of technically according to Hilaria you had heard of yoga before before Hilaria, she, before Hilaria. My and my first yoga experience was positive because it was this is so Cambridge. My mom's like private yoga teacher, Candace, who was like a hot fifth year old with a good tight bod. See a theme here. Um, And it was just me, my mom and my sister. And she did like a lesson for us. And I feel like she was and I was so afraid and clumsy, but she was being so like and lift one leg. And then I'm always the person, which I assume you are, when they're like, if you need to use a block for this, feel oh, free. The condescending language around if you need the block. If you, if I need, need a the block. block. And it's always this thing where I'm if like. If you're so fat and wobbly that you need a block, got one. But if you're able to find your center and not be a baby, then... <laughs> No. Consider just actually doing the poses and, and Ilaria is being kind of is being so if you need a block to the woman who's addicted to mochas when she talks about her in the beginning, she's like, yeah, Margaret was coming to my class and she was able to keep up even though she was really overweight. And it's like, I'm sure this woman was just kind of a chubby, like 50 year old. And she's like, can you believe it? She was able to do a pose. I mean, how do you think I feel? As a traditionally thin Spanish woman going into yoga, and I see literal pregnant women doing the poses better than me. And I'm just like, how is your center of gravity more in tune than mine? Because they're like breathing. Because, well, yeah, it's true. It's because they're breathing. Um, I also, okay, <laughs> the part, the, some of her other insane tips at the end where she's trying to incorporate like exercise into her life. A, do pigeon pose while vacuuming. And you're just like, Okay, so is the so you're just like is the vacuum on or am I turning the vacuum off and just doing pigeon and then going back to the vacuum? Then the part where she says grocery shop on your tippy toes. <laughs> so I'm in the bulk section, and I'm just oh. tippy toeing. And there's like a an insane photo shoot of her doing it. And then there's a photo where she is kissing Alec Baldwin while doing a handstand. Wait, no, that part is insane. Also, the photo where she's he's like. Wait. Oh, wait, the one where he's pressing a blender? Yeah. She's doing a headstand on their massive kitchen island, and then he's, like, holding the blender. 
this photo I mean, needs to be a bustle. So pussy whipped in this. It really is giving this magazine. I'm sorry. This is like 2010 net art right now. Literally full net art where, yeah, it's like the amount of elbow like, is pussy like, whipped. It's so like satirical consumerist, like luxury aesthetic. Like what? And the house, the apartment that they're in is such an apartment I would clean and then get complaints about from the client. It's giving 6th Ave and 18th five bedroom. Hold on. The part <laughs> where she describes her their meeting when she's at dining al fresco oh, with but- her girlfriends. I'm sorry. This part, literally, I was like, did we, did I write this? One night, I headed out with two girlfriends for a meal. I was feeling celebratory. I was fit and healthy. My business partner and I had found a second location for expanding yoga studio. We decided to treat ourselves to a glass of wine al fresco as it was an unseasonably warm evening. Enjoying ourselves, my girlfriends and I chatted about everything from work to fitness to dating. (laughs) (laughs) Feeling very clear about what I wanted, I declared to the sky, universe, I'm ready to meet someone and fall in love. Little did I know that by a stroke of destiny, my husband-to-be was sitting just two tables away. My girlfriend whacked me on my leg, whispering, Hilaria, shut up. Alec Baldwin is looking at you. This is literally something you would write for, like, a women's, like, earth-friendly boot company. (laughs) So I'm sitting with my girlfriends talking about politics, entertainment, dating, love, and and exercise. (laughs) (laughs) My girlfriends and I chatted about exercise over wine. Of course, yes. Was I having two glasses of a zingy alebrino? But I was celebrating and I'm allowing that because I've been making feminine chamomile bowls all week. I peered over to his table and saw him staring at me. I recognized him, but only barely because I hardly ever went to the movies or watched TV. As I left the restaurant, he grabbed my hand, looked me square in the eye, and said, Who are you? I must know you. And then they started dating. Also, then he, she says that they only shook hands for the first three months. But then they got married in like five months or something. Insane. Yeah, they got married five months and had like 30 children. Celebrity Book Club. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. It's lunchtime at Tim Hortons, and we're serving up a special deal just for you. Our new $5.99 lunch deal includes your choice of any lunch sandwich and a side of crunchy kettle chips. Because what's lunch without a little crunch? And the sandwich choice is all yours. Like a ham and Swiss, Chipotle chicken wrap, BLT, and more. Made to order just the way you like it. Tim Hortons' new lunch deal. Simple, delicious, and just $5.99. Now that's a good deal. Only at your neighborhood Tim's. U.S. only. Price and participation vary. Terms apply. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex and then he's very vulnerable so you can kill him easily to die for is available now listen for free on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts un poquito segmentes pocos segmentes que 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 es she manja? That's Italian. Um, que, 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 que es son comida? Que es eh, ropa? Y, yeah. 
ropa. I'm good since I went to Mexico in a week. I should ropa, learn my ropa, ropa's si, clothes. Si, si. Ab, Abiarro ab, is maybe where. So listen, what does she wear? Yoga pants. Yoga her, pants, she, sports she, she, bras. One of, her, one of her tips is wear yoga pants and then you'll be ready to exercise well, and no one will know. I do think if you wear something you like when you're exercising, it will encourage you to exercise. And that's why this podcast is sponsored by Fabletics. <laughs> Buy two and get five off with our special code, Hilaria. Um, uh, and then just like she's so basic and like she's I feel like she has the ability to make like Bergdorf's look like Macy's. Yes, yeah, so like I mean? everything in here again, like looks like something a detective from NCIS Las Vegas yes, would wear like crop it's, leather it's, jacket. It's very Rizzoli and Isles like off duty vibes. And yet I bet she is going to like Bloomingdale's or Bergdorf's and paying like $650 for that leather jacket. Right. And it's like a brand you have. It's a $3,000 like Arakoff leather jacket. She's so Arakoff. <laughs> and she's like, oh, it's beautiful Arakoff. And then like boots again, Italian leather, maybe, yeah. oh, or Spanish, sorry, when they, maybe she goes to a special boot maker in Mallorca. Yeah, she loves to go um to the Marquesa in Barcelona <laughs> on her way back from Mallorca and talk to all the shops and No, it's very Kristen Cavallari where she was went into that guide for her demi fine jewelry line where she's like, I'm meeting a bootmaker today. Yeah. <laughs> um, how does she live? I mean, as I was saying, like this is very like it's Bed Bath & Beyond in this way where, like, everything is, like, it's cream and grays, but I do feel like it's clean, but there's still a lot of toys and there's a maid, like, picking them up constantly. And everything kind of is a wipeable service because they surface because they have 900 children. Yeah, I mean, I think it's very cream and Nancy Myers and it's pretty boring and there's mad maids. I'm like me. I'm like. I guess my only question is like, does Alec Baldwin get a man cave in there at all, or no? No, I think he has an office that he yeah. goes to. That's like in the West Village. He just rents an office space, and that's, that's like actually a townhouse where he has like a secret, yeah, cigar or whatever. I can even like smell it. Those rooms that are like with it's like a Miss Myers baby soap and the crib and the diaper trash and it's like oh that diaper smell and everything it's like it basically it probably is a more expensive version of that just like ikea rocking chair yeah and there's and i here's what i'll say i feel like there's actually not such an influencer room full of like weird fake products because i just don't think she's actually getting sent a lot of stuff i don't think she is either i think everyone is just like what is wrong with her and then i think she has it her what you imagine her bulk produce pantry of azuki beans and farro and bulgur and millet. People always, oh, here's the thing about grains. I feel like people are mostly cooking quinoa, but when they're writing a book like this, they love to throw in millet. And I'm just like... Right, to try and be so medieval. And it's like, honey... You're not making a millet bowl with like a miso glaze. Well, I just yeah. don't believe it. <laughs> You're not doing miso millet. Reel it in. Um, who are you in the bug? Um, obviously, I'm like mocha addicted Margaret. You're mocha, mocha Margaret. Mocha Margaret. I mean, I was seeing myself in Susanna and I, I, I did. I was like, oh, uh, like, you know, I, I can focus on the negative a lot and forget to breathe. Mm. And I was I was seeing that. I was like, God, if I just slowed down, I might be able. <sighs> and would you go in and correct the teacher? <laughs> I don't think I would be so bold as to correct the teacher, but I, I'm sure I would afterwards be telling you, being like, and here's the thing about the teacher, is that she was actually going through the moves in such yes. a weird way, and I would actually be talking so much shit about her and without maybe looking within and trying to just do the work and be grateful and for breathe. the experience. And breathe. So rating-wise, okay, if this was just a photography book, I would give it five millet bowls out of five. But as a general book i'm having to give it a a one out of a one or a cough mean, leather jacket out of five you mean you mean an uno oh sorry 
Uno auto cinco. Also, wait, do we forget to talk about how their wedding rings have a Spanish phrase engraved on them? Somos un buen equipo. <laughs> okay, we need those rings. We are a good team. I'm just like, you've somehow wrangled Alec into your Spanish cosplay? Like... Right, he's walking around with this ring. I mean, also, wife... He's pretending Mallorca is important to his culture. Wife Illuminati, all the reviews on the back, or one is from Howard Stern's Wait, wife. they're all from wives. wives. And then it's Christy Brinkley. And, I mean, Maria <laughs> Menounos, she guess she's a wife, but she's more famous than her husband, so... Thank you. Thank you. Wife Illuminati. And I think Maria Menounos <laughs> is also from, like, Medford or something. She is a Boston girl because I remember seeing her on the cover of Boston Common Magazine. Okay. Never forget it. She tore that cover. <laughs> Mother! Mother! <laughs> oh, Hilaria. Yeah, I don't know. I'm giving it like mm, dos uh, six-bedroom villas in Mallorca out of dice. Because, I get, yeah, I, I love the photography and I think the satirical, like, consumerist like stock photography is very funny and I love Alec Baldwin's role in the photography however there's so much filler in this book and the few points that she makes are like so hard to get to when I think about someone like Kate Hudson's book which is also like a lifestyle book it's so much more fun there's worksheets and call out boxes and it's just yes, way easier quizzes. to get through quizzes and like it's all inter- it's just like it's just easy to consume and quite frankly this book was it's at 260 pages was a bit of a slog. A bit of a slog. Thank you for saying that. And the other thing, even if I wanted to like learn her crunches and stuff, it's always like, okay, the bicycle crunch, actually you'll find instructions to that on page 67. Like it's yeah, not you're even kind of clear. like, well, just, just put the bicycle crunch in there. And then she's also wasting so much time being like, and then here's four pages on like this vinyasa flow. And you're just like, I know what yoga is. I'm gonna either gonna go to a yoga class or not, but I don't need a I'm not diagram follow of you this book. standing. I'm gonna, right. Yeah. I'm gonna watch Adrian, but I'm not gonna like be like, wait, what? <laughs> and obviously the writing is just so Monica Lewinsky and she keeps being like, the information information superhighway super is so is so stressful. Nowadays, more than ever, we're connected to our phones. So it says like and she's like, Are you reading Twitter.com? while you eat and reading news about the world, think about your food. <laughs> anyway, I would recommend that everyone pay attention to their breathing. Breathing, yes. And... Don't recommend this book, but pay attention to your breathing and maybe, yeah, try eating and paying attention to the flavors. Maybe use turmeric or miso. Turmeric and miso and savor it. Savor at Hashtag Savor Life. the third bite. The third um, bite. <laughs> Don't chase the first bite forever. Okay. Well, uh, best uh, mucho gracias. Yeah. <laughs> Muchas gracias. Muchas gracias. Best, Bezos. best amigos. Bienvenido o credito de Celebrity Book Club. We are a produced and edited by oh, como se dice? Uh, Darby Masters, and we are producto uh, supervisor by Abu Zafar. And our engineer uh, is uh, Bahir uh, Fraser, and we are executive producto by Christina Everett. She's also. Um, so, 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 bella. And um, our graphic design is by uh, Teddy um, uh, Blanks. Blanks, 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 Blanks. He's uh, ocho, mucho, 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 mucho grande, uh, mucho, mucho, mucho design. And our uh, song was, the musica was made by Esteban uh, Phillips Horst. He's like super... Just uh, really, for us. Uh, he's one of my best amigas. So thank you so much. Oh, and to Prolog, who who, who kind of like uh, birthed this um, from their canal um, so early, so early on in the process. So it was, uh, it was uh, so fun. And we was actually on Cinco de Mayo that we, we made the show. That was the first day with Cinco de Mayo. So gracias, muchas gracias. Estados Unidos, muchas gracias. Ciao. 
Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. I'm Stephanie J. Block. And I'm Mary Lee Fairbanks. And we host Stages Podcast. Binge close to 100 episodes. Hear the inside stories from backstage and behind the scenes as we go beyond the resume and into the heart of creativity and what it really takes to be in the business of show business. Don't miss our chats with this season's Tony nominees. If you love theater and entertainment, you are going to love Stages Podcast. Subscribe to Stages Podcast wherever you listen to your podcasts and visit us at stagespodcast.net. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side.